0: And then Alec tweets, as usual, I don't understand the implication. You don't understand a lot of things. <laughs> Universities purposely...
1: Welcome back to episode two of the Overtone Window podcast. I am Alec, who works in the New York media world, you know, Bloomberg, BuzzFeed, and this is...
0: Delaney, and I work in the New York City public school world as a middle school teacher in the Bronx.
1: And we're going to see what's on my Twitter feed this week. What's the first thing that caught your eye this week?
0: Alec tweeted, Alec tweeted, I can't recall one time traditional media digital legacy otherwise ever covered a YouTuber story accurately. So could you give us some context as to what this was about?
1: Yeah, well one, I feel like it's pretty much true. Like any article I read, talking about a YouTuber is just totally inaccurate whether it be the Wall Street Journal or the New York Times or all these like hack media publications that most people have never heard of, Daily Dot.
0: So someone replied, her name is Bianca Kansuhi, said, really, but that also calls into question what you mean by accurate. Do they get the facts wrong or they don't get enough YouTuber perspective?
1: So what do you think of this, if anything?
0: Well, who's Bianca?
1: Bianca. Is an old colleague of mine. Okay. We know each other well. We have different views on some things, but she's a good person. Mm-hmm. I think she was in some ways calling me out for that I don't recall one time a traditional media. And I said, okay, fair enough. Hyperbole, so seductive on Twitter. Yeah. But in reality, I'm sure articles exist that are accurately okay. covering a story. I just happen to never see them. And <laughs> Wall Street Journal that just slanders PewDiePie uh, over and over and over again. What and, did
0: PewDiePie do? Because I'm seeing here, you have a few things for him. You retweeted.
1: Right. So these these tweets is are linked to that article that I sent Bianca. Okay. Which is in the, in the Twitter sphere this week, and it was an article by the Daily Dot talking about PewDiePie and just, in my opinion, totally mischaracterizing what he said in that video. Okay. And. PewDiePie had responded to that article, which he rarely does on Twitter, and as soon as he responded, the person blocked him. Oh! Which I just found hilarious.
0: But really, does that solve anything if she just blocks him or he just blocks him?
1: No, but I don't think you're getting cynical enough about Twitter. Twitter's not about solving problems. Twitter's about making yourself look good and scoring points. New York media in particular just orbits around each other endlessly. So like Bianca, who tweeted me back on that PewDiePie article, right? Right, she's not at Buzzfeed anymore now either. She's now director of video at uh, Vice. So it's just like the same, you know, pool of people always swirling around.
0: Yeah. Well, we should keep going. Um, Alec retweeted a tweet from somebody named Gabrielle that said, Black people are dying in prison for marijuana offenses. FIDO will be eyed. And it's a link to an article from the Pantograph that says, If Illinois legalizes marijuana for recreational use, law enforcement officers fear job losses for hundreds of officers, specifically the four-legged kind.
1: You seem to have thoughts on this.
0: I do, but I don't know, I don't know what they are. Hot takes, welcome to Twitter,
1: give me your hot (laughs) takes.
0: I think that, that must be such a polarizing issue.
1: Um, Yeah, welcome to Twitter.
0: I'm looking at, can I, I want to see the replies. And then she said, laughing my ass off, they're trying to advocate for doggy jobs. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of nuances to this. I think that yeah, that's real. But if marijuana is even legalized, what happens to people who've been convicted for marijuana offenses? Well,
1: that's a your question. In California, specifically San Francisco, they're going back through the court cases and letting people go for nonviolent marijuana offenses that they were convicted of in, you know, 1992 and stuck in prison for. Mm-hmm. Uh, in other states, I'm unsure what's happening. It'd be interesting to look into what you know, if you were in Colorado and arrested for marijuana and then they legalized it and thrown in jail. Are you still in jail at the moment? I don't know. I definitely think it's problem. I definitely think they should probably be let go.
0: Right, and I agree.
1: I'd be pretty angry that I got busted like, drinking alcohol during the prohibition and then they got rid of the amendment and alcohol is something illegal again and I'm still in jail. I'm like, what the heck?
0: Yeah. I can't quite formulate my thoughts on this, but I think that that's true like
1: what do you think marijuana should be legal in Illinois
0: I think that's hard for me to make a I don't personally can you articulate to me the pros and cons of legalizing marijuana
1: (laughs) well I take a pretty libertarian approach to drugs, specifically marijuana. I don't smoke marijuana at all, but operating from first principles, I think marijuana should be legal in the sense that I think people should be able to do what they want. I don't think the government should interfere with things as trivial as marijuana. I feel like if I don't have the right to tell somebody they can't smoke weed, then the government certainly doesn't have the right to tell somebody they can't smoke weed. And on top of that, if the government's going to tell them they can't smoke weed, they're going to enforce it by putting you in prison. Right. You gotta be joking me. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not only an inefficient and unfair model, this is just counterproductive. I mean, you're taking otherwise normally productive citizens who want maybe smoke weed and then put them in jail make them totally unproductive. They just take them right out of society. I mean, this, the pros for keeping marijuana illegal, I mean, I feel so strongly on this issue because that, that would be like the social argument for legalizing marijuana, but then there's also a very strong economic argument for legalizing yeah,
0: marijuana. Yeah, I was, I was surprised um, you didn't talk about the ec- economics behind doing that Especially because the government could tax it, right? Right. And make some money and it would, in a sense, couldn't it create jobs?
1: Yes, it would create jobs. So the arguments I find for keeping marijuana illegal are generally insincere mm-hmm. or, like, like, or misinformed. You know, they think it's going to be a gateway drug. Yeah or they think it's more harmful than it is. Or they just, people just get weird that they don't want other people living lives different from them. So if they don't smoke weed, then like, oh, well, why, nobody else needs to smoke weed. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll be fine, I don't smoke weed. So like, yeah, mate, but you know, you know, some people don't drink alcohol. You can Not forcing you to not drink alcohol.
0: Right, and I think that I don't understand how people are so comfortable with alcohol being legal, tobacco being legal. All of these things that, statistically, do more harm, right? Yeah. Up next, Alec tweeted, I'm on the left... I'm left on the political spectrum, but I always like Barry Weiss's writing. Barry, Barry Barry (laughs) Weiss's writing. And her latest article was good. She's a sincere writer. The fact her name is trending dot 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 New York media makes me laugh. It's so phony sometimes. Um, the article is an opinion piece titled, Meet the Renegades of the Intellectual Dark Web. I have no idea what this is. So... Yeah, this might
1: be a little insider baseball for you. Okay. That's... Uh... So... Barry Weiss is an op-ed columnist for the New York Times. Um, she f- has been labeled right of center in her opinions. She wrote this article called the Meet the Renegades of the Intellectual Dark Web, which was basically just an exposé on piece on some polarizing figures that have been floating around in the media recently, like Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro, Joe Rogan. Um, well, there's a big bunch of them. I read the article all the time. I was like, eh, this is fine, it's a fine article. Not extraordinary, not super terrible, you know, okay. But when she released the article, on the New York trending like Twitter tab, it'll show you like what hashtags are, are trending. That day her name was actually trending, not her article. And the fact that her name was trending just made me laugh because it, it showed like people just hate Barry Weiss so much in the New York media world that like on all her, all her tweets have her name in it. Not even her article, they're just tweeting about her. And that's what's um, making a trend, and that's what I was like, oh, they're so phony. It's like, they're not even going to go after the article. They just want to rail against her again.
0: So why were they doing that? What is this article? What are the renegades of the Intellectual Dark Web?
1: The, rene- the, the quote, renegades of the Intellectual Dark Web, are those people I was talking about. Just these, these people that have emerged in media recently that have become polarizing figures. Okay. Um, that, whether it be on YouTube or podcasts or whatever they are, like Joe Rogan or Jordan Peterson or Ben Shapiro
0: and you're just making a comment on the fact that
1: right i thought
0: new york media was yeah just
1: unduly attacking this woman that they dislike because she doesn't share the hive mentality that most of the elite liberal east coast new york media has like people love to say like oh the media is unbiased and this the media is definitely liberal slanted it is okay. literally biased as someone who's in the middle of it i can tell you that for sure, without a doubt. And I'm liberal. I have no problem saying it. it's totally liberal biased.
0: Well, I don't know anything about this either.
1: Okay, so we, I'll include this video in the podcast. I'll include the audio of this video in the podcast so our listeners can like see what we're about to talk about. Have okay. you seen this video? No. Go ahead and play this bad boy. Hi, I'm Don Blankenship, candidate for US Senate, and I approve this message. Swamp Captain Mitch McConnell has created millions of jobs for China people. While doing so, Mitch has gotten rich. In fact, his China family has given him tens of millions of dollars. Mitch's swamp people are now running false negative ads against me. They are also childishly calling me despicable and mentally ill. The war to drain the swamp and create jobs for West Virginia people has begun. I will beat Joe Manchin and ditch Cocaine Mitch for the sake of the kids. Oh. <laughs> so that was Don Blaine Chip, who was running for uh,
0: oh my the gosh. Senate
1: in West Virginia. Gosh! And the fact that in his political campaign ad he calls Mitch McConnell, uh, the majority of the Senate, the Senate leader, "Cocaine Mitch," I just found hilarious.
0: Well, I'm talking about, I can't even really bring myself to say it because it's such a racial slant. But China people.
1: I don't think that's a racial slant. I think it's just him being goofy. China people. <laughs> what that it's even not mean? being
0: goofy. The fact that people. Uh, While doing so, Mitch has gotten rich.
1: Well, Mitch McConnell is the swamp captain in my opinion. He's a total sleazy...
0: I don't know any... I don't know anything about Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell can... Well, tell us about Mitch McConnell.
1: He's just the Senate Majority Leader.
0: So why is this man mentioning anything about Mitch McConnell?
1: Because he thinks it'll get him political points, I guess. I don't know.
0: Well, who's... uh, This is just making me wonder who's worse in this case, like... This man seems pretty inarticulate, really. <laughs> he is so monotone. Yeah,
1: he was the head of a whole bunch of West Virginia coal mines.
0: He's so monotone. And he's talking about China people. I just think, like, what? Tell me. He sounds very unintelligent and uneducated. And is he Republican or Democrat? Republican, right? And then, but Swamp Captain Mitch McConnell is also Republican, Republican. Yeah, but right? Yeah, I'm
1: Republican enough. It's the classic get primaried. He's right, but he's not right enough. I'm gonna get in there. It's a classic Tea Party maneuver. That's what they did to John Banner. You made deals with Obama? What kind of Republican are you? Get out of here. You know, we don't make any deals with Obama.
0: This is interesting. Where did you find this? On Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, you just like troll the Twitter and
1: (laughs) things bubble up.
0: Yeah. Okay, we'll just move on because that man is just like,
1: what? I thought it was
0: kind of a a joke. Up next, so we'll start with the first one that Alec tweeted a commentary on a tweet from Ann Coulter. So this is what Ann Coulter said. Wow, 39% of colleges have zero Republican professors. The audacity. Okay.
1: Well, you added the audacity apart. Right, said,
0: I added the audacity. She just said, wow,
1: 39% of colleges have zero Republican professors.
0: And then Alec tweets his commentary, okay? Question mark. As usual, I don't understand the implication. You don't understand a lot of things. <laughs> Universities purposely only hire liberals? Question mark. False. Universities are discriminating against a professor's private political views? Question mark. Probably false. All this data says is more individuals that identify as liberal go into academia. I have to say that I agree. Thank you. With what you said. Thank
1: you. Look at that.
0: Um, I'm not surprised that 39% of colleges have zero Republican professors. Me either. But also, probably, mm, there's a lot of statistics that are not... True.
1: Oh yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 or accurate.
1: Statistics are people. If you torture them long enough, you can get them right. anything you want. And
0: there's I so think. there's so much bias. Like where did that even come from? Like um, I guess I just think too that the term Republican and those titles or affiliations are in some senses fluid mm-hmm. and subjective. I would agree. Um, what I think of when I think of a Republican could be very different than what you think of, and you can be Republican on certain things.
1: I agree. I would consider myself a Republican on some issues and a liberal on some other issues.
0: Right. So, it's just very subjective and I'm certain that's probably inaccurate too, that 39% of colleges have zero Republican professors. Right. Especially if you're self-identifying. Right. Um, it's probably certainly inaccurate.
1: Yeah, what a terrible tweet by Ann Coulter.
0: <laughs> do you follow her?
1: Ann Coulter? Yeah. No, I do not follow so Ann Coulter.
0: So then where did that come from?
1: I don't know, it was retweeted by somebody else, I saw it, and I just was shook my head.
0: SM8. <laughs> I think this is gonna be the last. Yeah,
1: this will be the last one.
0: Yeah, this will be the last tweet from the past week. So you haven't tweeted, twittered, tweet-elite, mm-hmm. did that much. You said- I'm
1: not trying to get fired. That's how people lose their jobs. Twitter. Oh yeah? Twitter's been putting people out of their jobs since like 2008.
0: But do you think that the people who've gotten fired from Twitter were knowingly tweeting something that could get them in trouble? Or is that just no. them? No. That's what I was saying. Like I think that they were being just themselves and they tweeted it and were being thoughtless or careless and then-
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Got in major trouble for
1: it, which is sad because that just
0: shows how mindless some people are or careless, I guess.
1: Well, I honestly don't think you should be fired for your Twitter account. I mean, honestly.
0: Right, because you know what? The amendments, free speech, and all.
1: No, just like, what? Has everybody got a machine 100% of the time? They can't like tweet something stupid at one in the morning and like not actually represent how they feel about life? Like, do you really need to go through eight years of their Twitter and be like, oh, look at that one time he okay. said this when he was, yeah, you know, 18? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I get what you're you know. Yeah. It's like, would you sit down? Like, come on. Mm hmm. Like, how about we all cool it? How about you don't ask this woman or man for, you know, the one thing that, like, get real?
0: Right. Especially when they've gone back that many years.
1: Right. It's just like, let's imagine people complexly here and not reduce them to their tweets.
0: Mm hmm. Okay, so this last tweet that we're going to talk about. And Alec said, this New Yorker write-up on Tucker Carlson is gold. Ha ha. Period. First, can you tell me who Tucker Carlson is?
1: Tucker Carlson? Tucker Carlson is now, I would say, the like kind of front runner on Fox News. He has his nightly news show on Fox News. Kind of took over for Bill O'Reilly. Okay. The modern Bill O'Reilly.
0: And this is what he has highlighted in the mm-hmm. write up. There is nicotine gum, a product that Carlson buys in bulk from New Zealand where it is sold in satisfactorily. Is that a word? Satisfactorily? Yeah. Easy to open packaging. What an interesting use of the word satisfactorily easy to open packaging. He chooses constantly stopping only to be filmed or to eat. And, Fer- then,
1: and then Ferguson, this is a, a kind mm-hmm. of like Clip quote, but they were talking to some of Tucker Carlson's friends.
0: To me, it's just cringe-making. You get some poor little columnist from the Daily Oregonian who said Trump was Hitler and you beat the shit out of him for 10 minutes.
1: <laughs> I thought, well, that's kind of true. They just pull up these poor old schnooks. It's just like, man, got all the power there. You got all your producers there. I mean, you're sitting on your camera and you like these poor guys.
0: But don't they know what they're getting into? They must. Well,
1: it's the hubris, right? You all—you always think you're, you're going to be smart. And I'm going to get on TV and I'm going to show, you know, Tucker Carlson, who's boss, or whoever. I'm going to show whoever, Rachel Maddow. If you're the episode, I'm going to show Rachel Maddow, who's boss. And then you get on, they put the mic on, they put the thing on. One, three, two, one, boom. People that have no media training just get plowed. How would you do? Fine. I have a lot of media training.
0: <laughs> Fine.
1: There's like approaches that like journalists slash TV like personalities will take to prove like points or agendas, um, I, and like it's just simple things. Like a lot of time, people that don't have media training don't speak in complete sentences. So like, how do you? How was dinner last night?
0: Dinner last night was good.
1: Yeah, yeah but see, your automatic response is be like, it was good, right. right? But then as soon as you don't speak in complete sentences, and the post-edit side. When you're done recording that clip, right, most of is isn't use, live, they
0: can use, they can that use it, anything. and they will.
1: They Oh yeah, I mean that's how like the Daily Show and all those like Comedy Central things make a living. It's getting even senators and politicians that think they've been media trained. They get in there and think they're like, oh, you know, it's just Jon Stewart. They get in there, the cameras are on, blah, 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 they don't speak in complete sentences, they blunder, they don't... It's like chess, you gotta like, not you're, be a fool about it.
0: You're training me right now.
1: Well, I don't know about that. But
0: Well I knew to say dinner was good. Yes. You Last can't. night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you wanna add like, you know,
0: because you can't you fire. can't clip my it was good and put it onto something else. Now I know. Well I just said it, but Right. I guess we're done.
1: Well, before we conclude,
0: mm-hmm.
1: second episode, what are your thoughts on Twitter? <laughs> Scale of one to ten. Last time you rated it a five, where are you at?
0: It's going down for it's me. Going dog.
1: down. Okay, where are we at now? A four. Four out of ten. All right. Well, we'll check in next week. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Sounds great. <laughs> We're out, and out
0: and end of the it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> because you can't, you can't clip my, it was good, and put it onto something else. now.